Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. So Liz, what do you wear if you're going to go pick it with SAG? I had that same question. So you can wear your WGA shirt, um, your blue shirt, and then you carry either a SAG-AFTRA sign or a sign that says WGA supports SAG-AFTRA. But the WGA picket signs, as we know them, are no more. Oh, my gosh. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. And Liz, I'm noticing a little bit of excitement and joy in your voice this morning. That's right. Because Sarah, today we are celebrating. We are going to talk about the end of the WGA strike. Woohoo! And then we're going to talk about gratitude, which seems like the perfect thing to talk about today. And we have a mailroom question about whether we get segment ideas from listeners. Spoiler alert, yes we do. This week's Hollywood hack is great even if you don't have chickens. And I have a game recommendation that will add a fun challenge to your day. But first, Sarah, we want to update everybody on our Happier in Hollywood retreat, which is taking place October 20th through 22nd at the Johnny Cash Ranch in Ojai. It's filling up, but we still have space. I believe as of now, we still have one room if you want to stay at the ranch that has two queen beds. The rest of the rooms are taken, but you can stay wherever you want. Email us for details at happierinhollywood at gmail.com and we'll send them to you. And we are getting so excited. It's going to be really fun. Yes, especially now that we won't have this cloud hanging over our heads. Yes. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk Sub, where we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, what's most pressing for us and for everybody else in Los Angeles and many other places in the country. Yes. And that is the end of the Writers Guild strike. Oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, my God. Cue confetti. Yes. <laughs> now, we should say, Liz, that we're recording before the terms of the deal have been revealed. All we know right now is that there is a tentative agreement. But the WGA described it as exceptional. So I'm just going to bring on the joy now. Yes. I think that they would not have used the word exceptional if they did not feel that it fit. So. So I'm very happy and very grateful to the negotiating committee. Yes, very. So, Sarah, let's talk about this. Now, <laughs> they started negotiating again Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then they Thursday, and then Friday, and then into Saturday. And we kept waiting 
but you never know if things might completely fall apart. So I think nobody wanted to get too excited because we've seen things fall apart in the past. However, it began to feel like, yes, there was going to be a deal. But it was especially nerve-wracking, I think, because it seemed like there was going to be a deal on Friday. And then it was like, there's going to be a deal on Saturday. Oh, yeah. then there's going to be a deal on Sunday. And then Sunday, it kept getting later and later and later. And it's like you're checking deadline every 30 seconds for days on end. Yeah. Ugh. Yes, I'd been checking my email like on Sunday every five or 10 minutes, hoping to have an email from the Guild with an update. And then I checked and I saw negotiation update and I was trying to open it, but I was shaking. And I'm like, do I read it? Do I text Sarah first that there's an email? Like, what do I do? I think I ended up texting you there's an email and I'm about to read it. Yes. And then you texted me and I didn't have the email. I didn't get the email for like 10 minutes. So you forwarded it to me. You texted it to me like the whole deal. So I have it now in every, I have it from you. I have it from the guild and I have it in a text. (laughs) Yes. Because I think they go out in waves because there's so many members. So (laughs) people are always getting it like a couple of minutes before other people. Yeah, I just immediately felt this weight lifting. I didn't even, I mean, yes, I knew I was stressed, of course, and concerned and worried, but it was a physical feeling of a weight lifting. Yes, and for me, I think it's sinking in a little more slowly. I Partly because I always thought it was going to take this long. I thought it might even take longer. So for me, I'm like, wait, what? It's done? Really? You know, I just, it still feels, I'm a little disbelieving thrilled, but it just hasn't quite sunk in. Yes. And we should just explain. So they released news that there was a tentative deal. They don't want to explain the exact terms until the language is nailed down because, of course, the language is very important. And that's all in motion. But we wanted to go ahead and record while it's still fresh The feeling of the end is still fresh, but they wouldn't get to this point and then have it fall apart. So I think everyone feels very confident that the language will be worked out. It's not as if this is going to fall apart. I think the odds are very small. Yeah. Yes. So I then, Sarah, after this whole thing was going down, (laughs) we were going to dinner. So I went to brush my teeth and I was in the middle of brushing my teeth. And it's so funny. I realized that I was like dancing. I like looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I'm in the bathroom. I'm dancing here, brushing my teeth. (laughs) That's how happy I am. Amazing. And then Sarah, the thing that I kept thinking throughout the night is I sort of felt on the verge of tears. And Uh I read on Facebook, many writers said they were sobbing. I never actually started to cry, but I realized the reason why I felt so emotional was that it doesn't just feel like the end of the strike, which is a big enough deal. Mm -hmm. It, I hope, feels like the end of these last several years where writers felt really undervalued and underpaid and just not treated well. Yes. The strike really wasn't about small issues, which is why it went on for so long. They're so important. And knowing, just knowing, having the comfort that we have made advancement in those essential areas, it's so big. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, we have just felt so shit on as writers and showrunners for quite a while. 
just the industry has not been moving in a direction that is positive for the creative members of the community, from writers to directors to actors to everyone on the crews and all of these people in, you know, at businesses like prop shops that support the industry. It's just, we're not getting the kind of respect that we think every worker deserves, but we're fighting particularly for ourselves in our industry. <laughs> you know, Sarah, we don't know the details. We have to right. keep saying that. But given what was at stake, given the solidarity of the WGA and the determination of the negotiating committee, I feel confident, as you said, that there will be significant gains. And we still don't know what's on the other side of the strike. We don't know how all of this is going to play out, the fact that we were on strike for five months. But at least now we can start down the path. Until the strike ended, we couldn't be on the other side. So it's a big unknown, scary in and of itself, but also very exciting. Yes, and you never gain back what you lose in a strike. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that it's so serious. We didn't gain back what we lost in the 2007-2008 strike, but it was worth it. We're not all going to kind of get back what we had before this strike either, but we do it because we know that it's important not just for us, but for everyone in the future. Writers struck in the 60s for us having pension and health care, which is enormous. So it's just, it's important. And that's why there are all these labor actions all over the country right now. Sarah, we're going to have to re-enter and gain back a sense of normalcy. Yes. I know I was thinking, oh, wait, we get to have like our weekly calls with Diane again, Diane Fraser, our manager, and meetings. And we were in the middle of a pitch. And I mean, Liz, we're going to have to reread the pilot that we were almost done with before the strike. I haven't, (laughs) I hate to confess, I haven't read it since the strike started. Yes, no, I mean, we had just gotten notes a couple of days before the strike, and it just feels like another lifetime at this point. But at least we're excited about it. I'm looking forward to rereading it, so that's a good sign. (laughs) Well, and I'm looking forward to talking to all of the executives. The sad thing in all of this is these are our partners. We do work with many people from all of the companies on a daily basis. We have great relationships Writers don't want to be at odds with the companies, and I'm sure they don't want to be at odds with us. So I think everyone is going to be really happy to be on the same side again. Yes. So now, though, of course, writers and the WGA will continue to stand behind SAG-AFTRA as they try to get to this point in a deal with the AMPTP. Their interests aren't exactly the same as ours, but they're very similar. There should be a lot of overlap in certain areas. So now we stand in solidarity with them and really, really appreciate the solidarity that they've shown us. Absolutely. On to a fair deal for SAG-AFTRA. Yes! All right, Sarah, coming up, you had a gratitude day, but first this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, where we talk about physical, spiritual, mental health. Today, it's mental. We have a friend who's been, like, going through a whole lot of upheaval changes, hard times, and she sent us a text recently that said, I'm just really trying to focus on gratitude for all the things that are good. And I was inspired by that. I was like, okay, I'm taking this to heart. So I decided to have a gratitude day. So what did that look like? That looked like whatever I was doing, I would take 
the time to be grateful. Like right now, I'll do it right now. I am grateful that I have this exercise ball that I sit on while we're recording that doesn't creak and groan too much for Chuck. I'm grateful that you and Chuck are right there on the screen and that I get to talk to you on this very happy, hopefully totally post-strike day. Just that, just sitting in the moment long Mm. enough to observe, like, I'm washing dishes. I'm so glad I have dish soap. I mean, just little things to big things. That's such a good idea, and I love doing it now when there's kind of a transition time, a clean slate time, just taking the whole day to be grateful. So I'm going to do that today, Sarah. Oh, good. Inspired by you. I am grateful that... I've got our partnership still surviving whatever (laughs) that gets thrown at us. I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for our listeners who allow us to come and share the happy and the sad and the tough and the frustrating and the exciting and all of it and give us feedback. And yes, very grateful for Chuck who makes us sound like professionals. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. And I'm so grateful to work with you, (laughs) ladies. I almost said guys. (laughs) Oh, nice. Good recovery. But see, look how much we're all smiling. But I am grateful. I love working with you. As are we. Oh, I can't. (laughs) Y'all. I'm so grateful to work with y'all. All All right. Yeah, Sarah, we're all smiling now. We're all grateful. All right. So have a gratitude day. Yes, and do it regularly. That's my plan. I'm going to try and do it every month at least. I love that. Yeah. Okay, it is time for the mailroom. And today we have a question from a new listener, Bonnie Ray. She says, hello, ladies. I just started listening to the podcast Happier with Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on episode 117, so now I'm listening to Happier in Hollywood as well. Well, we love that, Bonnie Ray. She said, I found the podcast by way of radical candor recommended to me by my boss. I was wondering if you ever have an idea for a show sparked by a listener's voicemail, email, or other correspondence from a listener. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yes. We get so much content for the podcast from listeners. We do. We get emails. We get voicemails. We have this incredible Facebook group that people make posts on and comments on. And it's to me, it's like my favorite thing about doing this podcast is hearing from people and being able to like meet some particular need or request that they have. Yes. And they share with us so many great ideas. And it's funny that we just got this email from Bonnie Ray at the same time, Sarah, that in our Facebook group, somebody posted, let's have suggestions Sunday, recommend anything. And we got all these amazing recommendations for everything from books and podcasts to recipes to hacks, and we thought we'd share some just to show the example of the different array of type of um, ideas we get from listeners. Yes. So first of all, we need to thank Lynn who posted this asking for recommendations because it was such a good idea, and I've had so much fun reading through all of these wonderful suggestions. Yes, and we cannot go through all of them because it's dozens and dozens. It's a lot. <laughs> but we'll just go through and read a few. Heartstopper, a series on Netflix. Which sounds like it's YA, Liz, so I'm yes. going to have to open Violet's eyes to that one. Yes. And Connie Ann just finished a book called Magda Standing, which she says is Excellent. 
Yes, Suzanne recommends Budget Bites, says it's her favorite site for simple and delicious recipes. And then, you know, one of the things I love about our Facebook group is that everyone, they're all like big readers. So that yeah. every time something comes up about Hoopla or Libby or Cloud Library, there's a bunch of comments about that. So there are a bunch of recommendations on that subject. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know, Libby is where you can borrow audiobooks. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And Hoopla is another one. And you use, Sarah, which one do you use? I use Cloud Library. That's the one that works with my library, yeah. Sarah, we love pens. Someone <laughs> recommends Pentel Energel pens, which I definitely want to check out. Yes, I've never used those before. So I put that on my immediate must-try list. Okay. Oh, Liz, and this I also love. There's a whole list of Krusty's products. Their cinnamon swirl crumb cake mix is apparently wonderful. Their gluten-free brownie mix is delicious. I contributed that their gluten-free pancake waffle mix is fantastic. <laughs> Love it. And then uh, right turn, totally different topic. Lisa says, so random, but I bought a fitted sheet with a small built-in pocket on the side, big enough for a notepad, eyeglasses, TV remote, etc. Such a simple idea, and my newly decluttered nightstand brings me joy. I mean, that's a fantastic idea. I definitely want to look into that. It's brilliant. I'm 100% getting one of those. And then Joanna said the best nail clippers are these nail clippers called Green Bell. I'm like, I'm totally on board with the best nail clippers. We've got Jane suggesting black wing pencils. Their slogan is half the pressure, twice the speed. Nice. And of course, there are several podcast recommendations. Andrea recommended British Scandal Podcast. Liz, that sounds fun. Angie says heated mattress pad, menstrual cup, especially if you travel a lot, salad scissors, compression socks for long drives or flights, suitcases that expand. So she just <laughs> has a list of all of the useful things yes. in her life. I love this. And many people spoke up in support of salad scissors, which Never I don't have. Never heard of it. Never I heard don't. of them, Sarah, but that sounds like a very good idea. It really does. There are so many wonderful recommendations on this thread. If you are interested in seeing them, you should join our Facebook group. Just look up Happier in Hollywood on Facebook and you will see that. But I first, before we move on, I really have to thank Casey for the gluten-free peach cobbler recipe. <laughs> that will be made in my house this week. So thank you very much. And I feel, Sarah, from following the thread that next time I go to New York, I need to see Sweeney Todd. A lot of recommendations for the Sweeney Todd Broadway soundtrack. All right. All right, Sarah, coming up, you have an egg hack. But first, this break. Okay, Sarah, we are back with a Hollywood hack. And this week, you have an egg Hollywood hack, which is very fitting because you have a bunch of chickens. Yes, I do. And eggs are one of my absolute favorite foods. So I got the Dash Rapid Egg Cooker. Now, this is an item I think that Gretchen, your sister, has talked about on the Happier podcast, and you guys love. And I always thought, like, oh, that's silly. I, you can just plop some eggs in water and boil them. And, you know, I rescind that. I absolutely, totally rescind it because I finally got one. And not only can you do hard-boiled eggs really easily, but it does poached eggs. And poached eggs are my favorite kind of egg in the world. I cannot make them myself at home. It's just, I am absolutely the worst poached egg maker ever. And this, the Dash Rapid Egg Cooker, makes wonderful poached eggs. 
Will you explain kind of how it works? Because I think it's a bit confusing. Well, it's it's a very small device, which is also good in terms of counter space and storage. There's a heating element, and you put a little plate over it with spots to put the eggs in. And then you pour in water, and you put a dome over it, and it basically steams. So mm. it's less messy than dealing with pots and pans and all of that stuff. And it steams the hard-boiled eggs, and you can choose if you want soft, medium, or hard— and then it steams poached eggs beautifully. And I think you can also do omelets in it. It's just so handy. My question is, hard-boiled eggs, you can make half a dozen and then keep them in the fridge. Poached eggs, I assume you just have to eat on the spot. Yes. I, you, it makes two poached eggs at a time. And then I put a little salt on them and gobble them up, and I'm so happy. Nice. And not too expensive, I believe. No, I think it was like $19. Especially if you have chickens and more eggs than you can handle. <laughs> Highly <Yeah>. recommend. <laughs> Dash Rapid Egg Cooker. Okay, and finally, Sarah, you have a recommendation this week. Yes, this is the new New York Times game. It's called Connections. You and I still play Wordle. Every day. Yes, we do. And so now I have I have gotten sucked into connections, which is, it's hard to explain. It's like they give you 16 words in a grid, four by four, and you have to figure out what four groups of words go together. And sometimes it's really easy, really easy. And sometimes it's verging on impossible. Yes, Sarah, it's funny because you mentioned this to me. And of course, I have also discovered <laughs> connections and I have also been doing it every day after Wordle. <laughs> and many times I don't get it. You can make, I think, four mistakes and many yeah. times I don't get it. With Wordle, I've gotten to the point where I pretty much always get it because there's certain tricks that you learn doing it yeah. hundreds of times as we have. <laughs> but connections is new. So I haven't learned as many tricks and it can be extremely difficult, but it's fun. And it's one where I'll look at it, and then if I have no idea, I'll go away for a couple hours and try to come back. One thing that I like about Connections is mm -hmm. I think it really tests your patience. Oh, yes. Because if you can sit there long enough and just let the words go through your brain and let yourself think about what connections between them could be, often you can get there but for me, it's a struggle not to just try something. Not to just say, well, I just want to try something to see what it is, and I don't care if I don't get it. So I like that it's a patience exercise. Yes, and I like that there are only four mistakes. Like, you can only make four mistakes before you're done. Yes. So you really do have to do that. And I like it as kind of a brain exerciser, you know, sitting there and thinking like, for example, keys was a word recently. You have to go, okay, do they mean keys like the kind that open your house and your car? Do they mean keys like a key on a map? There are so many different ways. Is there a phrase that has keys in it that would connect to some of these other words? In this case, another word on the grid was Swift. So I was like, okay, Alicia Keys, Taylor Swift, you know, <laughs> then yeah. that, then it suddenly became obvious. But I like being pushed to think about these words in different ways every day. Yes. And it's just fun that some of them, as you mentioned, are really easy connections to make and some of them are difficult. So it's all over. It's really fun. Yes, and I have to say there was a Super Mario's Brothers one that I was just like, I don't know this at all. Sarah, I didn't get that. I didn't <laughs> get that could. day. That was a relief. Then. <laughs> 
And that is it for this very celebratory episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love hearing from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, who we are very grateful for. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Canes 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram and threads at Liz Craft, and Sarah is at S. Fain. We also have the Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Liz, I feel like we're both so perky today. <laughs> I know. I didn't realize how unperky we were until now. And now I'm like, oh, wow. We really have been like doldrums. We really have. It feels good to just, I don't know, step oh, back into life. It does. From the Onward Project. <laughs>